Say something. And the day. And, and, and the, the day. On the day. And they're off. Yeah, off to the races. On the race. All right. Good day. Oh, hey guys. Hey, it's it's Davy here. Uh, I'm one half of a drink and a joint with Toby and Davy. That's the other half. Oh yeah, Toby here. Yeah, uh, drinking some Pinot. Got the Pinot in the glasses. I'm not really a white I'm trying. guy. I got the Pinot in the glasses. <laughs> I'm not really a white guy. I'm more of a red. More of a red guy. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a Native American guy. I can say that because I'm part Native American. <sighs> Me too, bro. Um, sorry. I mean, we're in a different spot today. Where yeah. yeah, if you're watching YouTube, you're you're seeing us in a little a bit of a different light because we are in an undisclosed living room because we've been our our regular studio space is controlled by a refrigerator and a stove. Yeah. <sighs> we've been so we're on the couch. This is on the couch. What's yeah. Still a drink and a joint, but on a couch. It's kind of <sighs> like when other shows go on the road. It'll yeah. be like the the, um, the Smothers Brothers g- go to Jerusalem. You know, the Smothers Brothers. You don't remember the Smothers? Okay, so yeah. uh, the Marx Brothers go to Tanzania. All right. I like that one. I like that one. Can you tell me on a map where Tanzania is? On a map where Tanzania is? Yeah, yeah of course. Can you? I mean, I could read it. You off can, of the map once yeah. I found it. Okay. Well, isn't that what? Isn't that how you read a map? You find it on the map, or could you show me on a map? Yes, That's I can I show mean. you like, on you where I went on a. Out. Yes, Toby, I took third grade ge- geography. Damn, I almost said so geometry. <laughs> geography. Third grade geography. <laughs> we might seem a little bit off today. We we spent the whole morning tiling. Yeah, fixing the kitchen up. Fixing up a kitchen. That's why we're in the living room now. Yep. In in so many words, we had to retile Toby's kitchen, and that's just how things go sometimes. Sometimes you got to do that on a Saturday, and you got to push your podcast back to the time we would have started it anyways. But you're a little more tired. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pop up. I'm gonna get there. Yeah, do a dab and wake channel. up, Toby. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's like impossible. That's very... very possible. You know what? I'm going to do this dab and I'm going to wake up. I don't said no one ever. So Toby, are we going to do news today? You got a little bit of you got a little bit of a news idea cuz it's my turn. So, a drink and a joint. We get together, Toby and I, we get together. I forget to introduce the show sometimes. Uh, Toby, do you want to tell them what the show is? Yeah, it's like we friends. We've been friends forever. We hang out, get stoned, drink, and we talk about topics and uh, tell stories and 
Uh, we normally start out with some news or facts, and then we switch which week each one of us is doing the topic. This week is Dave. Last week I did some kid conspiracy shit. And the week before that was the moon. How do I turn it off? Why well, want to go off? It goes down. It, it fades away. Oh my god, that scared me. <laughs> That's okay. Not All right. great. <laughs> What's our news, Toby? News, 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 news. Toby, Toby, Toby. Yeah. What? Thanks for the chant, guys. What's <laughs> coming in hot with news? All right. So the only interesting thing I could find in the news in the last few weeks was uh, the only interesting thing you could find in well, the, the news political. in the world. No. Yeah. Well, fair enough. It's a lot of it's just. You know, biased and one sided, and right. it's hard to get something interesting. It's not Fucking. about Trump, too. Right. <coughs> but, um, <coughs> so this one's about an asteroid that has just gotten to our uh, solar system. And it's, uh, could now it be a disasteroid? It is huge, for sure. So, we'll, we'll read about for Yeah, a give me a scope. Um, Let's see. Astronomers recently scrambled to observe an intriguing asteroid that zipped through the solar system on a steep trajectory from interstellar space. So it came... Let's see. Um, new data revealed the interstellar uh, interloper to be a rocky, cigar-shaped object with somewhat reddish hue. <laughs> they named it Aumaumau? Aumaumaua? Aumaumaua? Is it Hawaiian? It looks Is that a... That's that um, Hawaiian And it's, it's up to one quarter mile long and what? highly elongated, perhaps ten times long as it is wide. So it's just this giant space dick so coming out. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, let's see. They uh, suggest the object has been wandering through the Milky Way, unattached to any star system for a while, but uh, they could tell by the way that it was uh, rotating when it entered hours that it is uh one going in the opposite direction right. as uh, anything else in the solar system so it's uh on a completely opposite path we've never seen that before okay you know? so, so usually when things get brought into our they, they jump starts, in line okay you know huh. and that one's still going in the other direction because it's uh used to another star and so it's actually used to two stars they found out so that other how can they tell system, that a, a chunk of dick know. rock running through space I don't know. <laughs> can I tell what it's used to? I don't to? know. Just, I guess just by the way it's adapting. Okay. You know? But, uh, so they think it came from Tucson. So Tucson, there's some Tucson universe close to us. And they say they, uh, the Tucson or solar systems tend to throw stuff out easier because they can cross. Uh, okay. Sorry. They can cross uh, different paths and it'll just push people out quicker because they, they start pulling to the other okay. side, but it's not enough. Yeah, and it just throws stuff out. So hmm. I want to see what that looks like. Like, are they really far apart and stuff? Right. The outside ones kind of do a figure eight. Do you think any oh, of them yeah. do a full uh, infinity sign around the two suns? That would be interesting. Right. That'd be insane. Um, I'm gonna run see. figure eights around your son. Watch me, bitch. <laughs> let's see. So it's reddish in hue. They uh, yeah. How can they taken, tell that too? Taking a lot. I don't know how. There's this telescope, ESO telescope. And using different filters. It was like, oh, you Instagramming this yeah. cigar? <laughs> I'd like um, it on Vivid. Oh, yeah, in the Institute of Hawaii. 
So that was a mau mau or whatever. That's yeah, that makes sense. Um, it varies in brightness by a factor of ten. It spins on its axis every seven point three hours. So, but see if it's a cigar, does that mean it's like just so it's tunneling like, like oh that? wow. You know, like spiraling. Yeah, I was wondering if it was like if it's long way. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah. it's uh, yeah, if it's pinwheeling. Through. But it looks like I don't know. All the pictures so are like straight. Look, looking, yeah. So. so it looks like it's flying. I guess it's yeah, just yeah. spiraling forward. So is there like do people think that it's uh, extraterrestrial? Well, obviously it's extraterrestrial well, of some nature. Yeah, um, absolutely. But, but people think first... that it's like piloted, like it's a craft. I see. I've read some things about that already, of course. And uh, a lot of things about whether, yeah, there's not close enough to see life, okay. you know, yet, but we can take pictures from a distance. Right, you can't, how can you not tell but, if there's, like, fucking windows oh, well, on it? It's, it'd be different Or does it just look like a rock? It does look kind of like, kind of like that rock, actually. Okay, <laughs> so they're, they're just like. driving here in a crystal. Yeah, That's what it, it is. it could be just, yeah, who knows? Not close huh. enough to tell yet, but a lot of speculation about, of course... The, the same thing I've heard about the moon yeah, and right. a lot of different planets that they're just a ship crafted. I mean, how would we know what their technology would look like? Because if so, another species saw oh, a big yeah. metal thing flying through the sky, they wouldn't assume it was a craft. Right. They'd assume it was like a piece of space junk right. flying through so, just like we would assume dick. they yeah. would. Yeah. <laughs> right? So we may just not know what their metals and what type of uh, right. materials they'd be using on their ships. So we right. might not recognize we it. Don't, it we, look like that, a, that's why I, I enjoy the term life as we know it. Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah, that's just relativity. It's like, right. yeah. Like it's that. like, yeah, life as I understand life, as I perceive it to be. And so I just, I thought that was pretty pretty interesting. And it says now it's going to pass through the inner solar system about once a year. And it gets really close to a few uh, a few other planets. So they're worried about... That it's going to like hit collide. one and kind of hit... Yeah, yeah, ping pong off and like maybe throw something... That's just going to throw off the balance that we oh, shit. barely this, held on to, you know? If you but, think about it, it could be the aliens that bioengineered us and left us here. Oh, yeah. Coming to correct down. us. Oh, maybe... Oh well, I don't know. correct our magnetic magnetic flow by going the opposite direction. Maybe or so. Maybe they're Some pulling shit. a Superman. Maybe we were about to get fall off our axis or yeah. something. Over time, we would, maybe they're watching out for us. Yeah, and they're setting us back on course yeah. so we can keep living. There's possibility too. I like that. Yeah. I, I'd like it's it to be. Hopeful. I still want it to be aliens, but I want it to be hopeful. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the whole apocalyptic alien thing because yeah. if if they're more, if they're intelligent enough to get here. I don't think that they're really... I think they'd probably be past, like, domination on, like, an extinction scale. Some I think if they were... Well, if they if they could the get here... The odds are that there would be the shitty ones, though. Well, they I can see raid. them... I, I would see it more as, like, people going for, like, a hive mind if they're going to get yeah. here and take us over. I see Body Snatcher over, like, blow you up. Yeah, because you can't really mine and stuff well you gotta think about like how much innovation you need to be able to travel light years yeah and you think they would be so conscious yeah i see what you're saying they'd be so aware that it'd be past war and i guess things like that but again you'd hope you'd hope that again is there a past war is that a intellectual thing or not i don't know murder has always been in our dna it's odd to think about, like, is if it's ever intellectual. I've got loyalty and royalty inside my DNA. (laughs) But, yeah, that's our short news for the morning. Okay. Afternoon, evening. It's mostly evening. 
but but that's your morning news. All right. Well, the people. Yeah, let's start this joint, and then the people. The people will already. I have to turn my computer away from Toby so he can't peep. Oh, okay. Um, I may actually ask you. Can you see my screen? A little bit. A little bit. You need to close your eyes, Toby. I'm telling the truth. Yeah, I could have lied and be like, I don't don't see see nothing. nothing. I don't see nothing at all. All right, Toby. So going on the honor system here. Yeah, well, I can just do this. Okay, who wants to be a billionaire? Yeah, that's that's the game we're calling it. <laughs> not trademarked, not owned by us. I said billionaire. But I know you said okay. billionaire, but still, <laughs> you never know. Um, that was the first time. All right, so your four choices to the question: What is this week's topic? Which I'm will ready. always be the question. <laughs> yes. Um, it is it a the Russian sleep experiment where 1940s Russian scientists locked men into a room mm-hmm. and to pumped a gas in there. Oh, okay. To study sleep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. That one. And right, then keep going. you've got B, once again, frog rapist man. Oh, you're hitting on that one hard. Yeah, I'm just going to... That's one always going to be there in mind, and you're never going to know. And one day it'll come... Yeah. Yep, one day. Spring Hill Jack, yeah, the frog rapist man. Um, the hell does that mean? He's raping just, frogs, or is, no, is he hopping off? Yeah, like, ah. he's a, he's a frog hopping rapist man. Yeah. So he's the frog. I thought mm-hmm. he was raping frogs. Well, or I mean, frogs. maybe he raped frogs, but like they're not gonna tell the you know the they press about that. Nobody, no <laughs> frogs don't ribbit. Oh, ribbits get stitches. No, you know what I'm nice. that's good. Um, and then we got C, real fairy tale <laughs> endings. <laughs> real fairy tale what? Endings. Endings. Like not Disney endings. We're talking like real the life. real dark oh, okay. endings of fairy tales. Okay. Okay. All right, and on. then D. A, B, and a third one not listed. Are you trying to pull me on me? Mm-hmm. Trying to be me on me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you going like, to do about A, B, and one not listed. Right. Mm, that's mm. almost an all the above, but it's not quite. No, it's actually, a, it's also a mystery box. It's an all yeah. of the. It's a some most of the above most in a mystery the, yeah. box. I see. Okay, so behind one could form. be one's just one of them, but the mystery box could be anything. Yeah. Uh, so give me my first year. run. Give me rundown real quick. You quick got rundown. Russian sleep experiment. You got frog rapist. You got real fairy tale endings, and you got A, B, and a third not listed. See, you want me to pick D. I know you do. <laughs> So I'm gonna go A. You think it's A, the Russian sleep experiment? You're part right because it is D. Okay. It is A, B, and some not listed. So See, that I didn't day think you it thought would be the rapist. Though. I didn't yeah. think you would put that shit in there. You'd think, yeah, you'd think okay. I'd save that one, but no, I'm getting it out of the way early. We're all doing right, Spring Hill right. Jack. We're okay. doing Spring Hill Jack. We're doing the Devil's I see you threw footprints. Because you literally just said it'll always be a thing. Yeah. You, know, you dick. Yeah. I should, have um, picked, I should have gone with my gut and picked D. Cause, yeah, because it's just your thing. I knew yeah. you'd want to do it, but then I also knew you would go would fight against, against You would fight against it. It looks like a trap. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I know you too well. Um, shit. Um, okay. So, we're going to start with Spring-Heeled Jack. And, all right. All right. There are times when Spring-Heeled Jack appears in literature, often as a villain, other times a hero. You could even say in some instances that he is a precursor or proto-version of a modern-era superhero, a la Stiltman from Daredevil. It's a really shitty superhero. Stiltman? Don't you don't know who Stiltman is? 
Does he shoot shit out of the bottom of his feet? So he, he doesn't shoot his stilts, bro. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't shoot him out, though. Why would he? So he's like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, okay, for sure. Him, he's though. just kind of like a, a low level thief that Daredevil yeah. has to fuck with sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what is most intriguing is the fact that Jack is based on a, on true recorded events and a real person of 1830s Victorian England who apparently could leap over tall walls and onto rooftops with ease. He would batter men, try to rape women, and would even spit fire from his mouth all while eluding capture. Mm. Yeah, so he's like a shitty Aladdin. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's a town menace. Got to feel to eat. Got to rape so, to live. Got to. <laughs> Otherwise, we get along. Yeah. No. So what? He's spring heeled. So is he? Is he wearing shocks? Like the old timey shocks? Yeah, old school shocks. Okay. Okay. The first report of Jack came up in October 1837. A girl by the name of Mary Stevens was walking to Lavender Hill, where she was working as a servant after visiting her parents in Battersea. On her way through Clapham Common. A strange figure leapt at her from a dark alley. After immobilizing her with a tight grip of his arms, he began to kiss her face while ripping her clothes and touching her flesh with his claws, which were, according to her deposition, cold and clammy as those of a corpse. The commotion. Claws, they just mean the hands. He didn't have like, like. Yeah, she perceived him as having like. Meh. Maybe a long finger. Like Nosferatu fucking yeah. like. Meh. You could grow your fingers out and fuck them down. Yeah, bro. Or you could just f- like. Stick your finger into the end of yeah, a. I'm sorry, I didn't even pass you that joint back, did I? Um, it's all good. Sorry, bro. Um, and the, the commotion actually brought several residents who immediately launched a search for the aggressor, but he could not be found. Why? Because he was jumping all over yeah. the motherfucking place. They say you can leap from buildings, but so in a single bound, Toby, in a, a single, single bound. bound. So this is Superman, but he's a rapist. Yeah, right. So he used his powers for bad. So he's really not a superhero. Why wouldn't they just say he's a villain? Yeah, why why would they Well, it's just like sometimes villain. in in sometimes in literature the way he would be portrayed is kind of like a hero uh, of yeah. sorts. Um but yeah. this is not what the reports say at all. Um the next day, Jack is said to have chosen a very different victim near Mary Stevens' home, inaugurating a method that would reappear in later reports. He jumped in the way of a passing carriage, causing the coachman to lose control, crash, and severely injure himself. Several witnesses claim that he escaped by jumping over a 9-foot, 2.7 meter, high wall while babbling with a high-pitched, ringing laughter. Gradually, the news of the strange character spread, and soon the press and the public gave him the name spring Jack. Uh, yeah, so far, this guy doesn't have a good record going You don't think him. so? Yeah, <laughs> to me, he does not seem like a superhero. Yeah, what did he do to say, why was he, what was he portrayed like? Did he portray to, like, save the, save women or something? No, he mostly tried to rape them. But no, what, you said he was portrayed like a hero. Yeah, like, so. in, in some, in I know in maybe even a few comic books they bring up, and books that spring Jack maybe acts like, they just use okay. that name, basically, and, like, the way he was described to be like, oh, well, what if he was a good guy? Yeah. What if what he if did good stuff? Guy. Yeah. I'm the greatest guy. Well, you know. Maybe the the best known of the alleged incidents involving Spring Heel Jack were the attacks on two teenage girls, Lucy Scales and Jane Alsop. <coughs> Jane Alsop. The Alsop report was widely covered by the newspapers, including a piece in the Times, Toby. Mm. Mm. Just a piece of the Times. Just in the Times. More stay in the Times. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Jungle love. 
Oh, oh, oh. All right. While fewer reports appeared in relation to the attack on scales, the press coverage of these two attacks helped raise the profile of Spring Hill Jack. And I'm going to tell you about these two, these two cases, Toby, if you would be so kind as to hear me out and take this joint. All right. We're going to start with the all-sup case. You guys ready? Are you ready? Go with me. Get ready. Let's go. Let's go on a journey. Jane Alsop reported on the night of, of February 19th, 1838, that she answered the door of her father's house to a man claiming to be a police officer. Probably not a police officer, Toby. Claiming to be. It's, it's all yeah. about the word. Yeah, right? Uh, who told her to bring a light, claiming, we have caught spring Jack here in the lane. She brought the person a candle and noticed that he wore a large cloak. The moment she handed him the candle, however, he threw off the cloak and presented a most hideous and frightful appearance, vomiting blue and white flame from his mouth vomiting? while his eyes resembled red balls of fire. Well, so God he was damn, just he's like, he, yeah, he's like, hey, you got you got a candle? You got a candle for me? Nah, I'm yeah, ugly. <laughs> I'm ugly and I shoot fire. That doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like a thing that a yeah, person like, does, especially. See, maybe he's like, like vomiting up different colors because he hadn't been eating good and he'd been drinking too much. Yeah, but I mean like, oh yeah, he just like because she's holding a lit candle and he burps. He was Liquor? drunk. So yeah, it, so maybe. Maybe he puked up a bunch of liquor. Yeah. yeah, as she held ah. the candle out and fire. Um, and he maybe he was yeah, maybe he was smoking meth and that's why his eyes were red. Well, he was been out in the woods. You can tell they said by his appearance. So like, yeah. he's been you know living in the muck for yeah. a while. And also reported that he wore a large helmet and that his clothing, which appeared to be very tight-fitting, resembled white oil skin. Oil skin? Oil skin's like a uh, like a old-school slicker, like raincoat kind of thing. His skin was like that? Yeah. It was um, smooth as a baby's Well, no. Uh, his, his clothing, which appeared to be very tight-fitting, okay. resembled white oil skin. Without saying a word, he caught hold of her and began tearing her gown with his claws, which she was certain were of some metallic substance. She screamed for help and managed to get away from him and ran toward the house. He caught her on the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws. She was rescued by one of her sisters, after which her assailant fled. So he was like, oh, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you, and clawed her up real nice. and Clawed you up real nice. I'm going to claw you up real nice. Oh, he would have been. He would have been Cockney. He would have been. Oh, I'm gonna get you, Spring Hill Jack. Oh yeah. Um, and and now we're gonna do the scales case. Should I do it in the the Cockney accent? You think I can keep? All right, that's fine. Eight days after the attack on Miss Alsop on the 28th of February, 1838, 18 year old Lucy Scales and her sister were returning home after visiting their brother, a butcher who lived in a respectable part of Limehouse. Man, butchers always be going bad, right? And you think maybe, maybe it's her brother, maybe it's her brother. Well, they one they always blame the butcher, but the butcher has seen just like a doctor. You know what? That old seen a lot of blood, and they've seen a lot of. They've opened some shit up. Not seen a lot of blood. It's easy for them. I think it's easier for them to kill. Why are we popping so much? It's crazy to me. I don't get it. I hate it. (coughs) I'm going to start bringing my big ass board over and see if that makes any difference. It might be my computer. I don't know, but I don't like it. All right. Miss Scale stated in her deposition to the police that she and her sister were passing along Green Dragon Alley. Obviously, not the best place to go. Mm. Green Dragon Alley. They observed a person standing in an angle of the passage. 
She was walking in front of her sister at the time, and just as she came up to the person, who was wearing a large cloak, he spurted a quantity of blue flame. Just went, bleh, and just, I don't get it. Hmm. Uh, In her face. Did this to her face. Right up in her face. Which deprived her of sight, and so alarmed her. (laughs) I can't see. Yeah. No, Um, so he's like a magician, I guess. So, yeah. Some powder or something. Yeah. So he's like, he, maybe he's a chemist, maybe a local yeah. chemist. He knew something. Um, so she dropped to the ground and she like seized out with uh, violent fits that, can, that, that, happened, that went on for like hours, went on for a while. Um, her brother added that, uh, that on the evening in question, he had heard the loud screams of one of his sisters moments after they had left his house and uh, uh, running up on uh, Green Dragon Alley. He found his sister and Lucy on the ground in a fit. Um, and the other sister, um, she told him what happened. Uh, she described Lucy's assailant as being of tall, thin, and gentlemanly appearance. Hmm. So he may Not have seemed like... Guy. Right, so, so it could be very different. Um, covered in a large cloak and carrying a small lamp oh. or bullseye lantern similar to those used by the police. So maybe it was a cop. Uh, the individual did not speak, nor did he try to lay hands on them, but instead walked quickly away. Mm, cheerio, goodbye. Yeah. Um, just gonna get out for a little blinding. Just gonna go out and blind a blind a little girl. Uh, every effort was made by the police to discover the author of these and similar outrages, and several persons were questioned, but were set free. No one they kept. They never kept anyone. No one was ever caught and identified as Spring Hill Jack. Combined with the extraordinary abilities attributed to him, the very long period in which he was reportedly at large, this has led to numerous and varied theories of his nature and identity. While several researchers seek a normal explanation for the events, other authors explore more fantastic details of the story to propose. You know, kind of like paranormal speculation. Yeah. Um, He was a ghost the whole time. The whole time. But how is he raping people? (laughs) Right? Um, So do you want to hear some... Let's talk about some of the paranormal conjectures. So a, a, a variety of wildly speculative paranormal explanations have been proposed to explain the origin of Spring-Heeled Jack, including that he was an extraterrestrial entity with a non-human appearance and features. So, like, uh, examples are retro-reflective red eyes and a f- or phosphorus breath. Mm. But, like, if he's got phosphorus <laughs> breath, how's, does he have, like, a breathing apparatus on? And he just, like, lifts up his... Bleh. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't make any sense. Does he... Does he convert oxygen into phosphorus? Um, But he also had superhuman agility deriving from life on a high-gravity world with his jumping ability and strange behavior. Life on a high-gravity world? What does that mean? Uh, With higher gravity than we have? So he would get here. But it said world, though. World. A world with higher gravity? So like he he came from a different world? I just said that he was an extraterrestrial. That that's one of the theories. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Damn, Toby. You know, you listen a lot, but you don't hear me. That's what? a real problem in our relationship. What did you say, Dave? <laughs> what was that? I heard you mother. I heard you say some shit. <laughs> you always saying some shit. There. You want the wine? Yeah, that's fine. Don't, don't get too drunk while I'm telling you stories. I'm tired. You're tired. It looks that way. You look tired. Damn, uh, Toby. I know. <laughs> You gotta come back. You gotta come back. You gotta you gotta get it together. Um Yeah. Uh 
So other people thought that he was a demon or accidentally or purposefully summoned into this world by practitioners of the occult or who made himself manifest by uh, simply to create spiritual turmoil. So, like, maybe he was a demon just for the fuck of it, or maybe somebody brought him along. But I don't think so, Toby. What do you think? I think. I think maybe. Maybe he was an alien, or, yeah. Or maybe he just didn't exist at all. Um, Other people think that he is just like like a ghost, and just like ghosts can't rape people. But, yeah, let us know what you think of Spring-Heeled Jack. Have you ever seen Spring-Heeled Jack? Uh, are there other theories that we left out? Let us know some theories. Who do you think Spring Hill Jack was? Was he? Yeah. Was he a person? Was he an alien? Was he a demon? Was he a poltergeist? I think was he was he, a trickster. You think he was a trickster? You think he was That's just an, a, a mortal about. man? Yeah. I knew how to trick people. He was a magician mm. before mm. magicians existed. Yeah, he was a magician before magicians. But there were magicians then. Maybe real magicians. There have always been magicians. People for pleasure. Keep, for pleasure. Good. Pleasure musicians. Okay. Just like Tom Green's pleasure horses. Sam magician putting repacking a suitcase. Yes. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk about the devil's footprints now. Okay. I'm going to tell you. On the night, on the night of the 8th of February in 1855. And one or two nights later, uh, after a heavy snowfall, a series of hoof-like marks appeared in the snow. These footprints, most of which measured about four inches long, three inches across, between eight and 16 inches apart, and mostly in single file, were reported from more than 30 locations across Devon and a a couple in Dorset. This is all in England. This is near London. Um, It was estimated that the total distance of the tracks amounted to between 40 and 100 miles, 60 and 160 kilometers. Houses, rivers, haystacks, and other obstacles were traveled straight over, and footprints appeared on the tops of snow-covered roofs and high walls, which mm. lay in the footprints' path, as well as leading up and up to and exiting various small drain pipes as small up to four inches in diameter. Um, and this is... Uh, and they're all in line. Yeah, like single-file line. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, either they're walking, the, doing the DUI walk, or they, like... Had a bunch of legs that lined up or something. Right, but uh, between 40 and 100 miles of this yeah. going just straight and just like going over things. and Yeah, over the houses. And shit. Over the houses, over haystacks, just went in a straight line. And it was like hoof prints? Yeah. Hoof like, yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe it's a, uh, you know, a very ambitious goat. <laughs> yeah, this is just yeah. But and he's also he's working on his posture. Walking in a straight line. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a goat trying to stand up. Because they're all in line. They're all in a straight yeah. line. How's okay. he doing? So it's it? like how would the how would a goat like Yeah, he has to be being super careful. But to cover um to cover that amount in one night. Yeah. I don't know. Alright, so this is um this is an excerpt. Uh, this is from a news report back then. It appears that on Thursday, uh, Thursday night last, which is last <laughs> fucking Thursday, um, there was a very heavy snowfall in the neighborhood of, of Exeter and the south of Devon. Uh, on the following mornings, the, some 
the inhabitants of the above towns were surprised at discovering the footmarks of some strange and mysterious animal endowed with the power of ubiquity, as the footprints were to be seen in all kinds of unaccountable places. Endowed with the power of ubiquity? Yeah. Okay. That it they could were be... consistent in everywhere. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Um, as the footprints were seen to be on accountable places, on the tops of, of houses and narrow walls, in gardens and courtyards, enclosed by high walls and palings, as well as in open fields. The area in which the footprints appeared extended from Exmouth to up to Topsham. There's so many weird weird names. Topsham. Topshop. Take them to Topshop. Topshop. This is not Topshop. And across to the ex estuary. Uh, to Dawish and to Tynemouth. Man, Britain, get it together. All right, it, where's something like Milwaukee? Something I can understand. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. New York, New York. They tell it to yeah. you twice right there. It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to sound ignorant. God, it's been a long day so far, and that popping is driving me fucking nuts. R.H. Busk, in an article published in Notes and Queries during 1890, stated that footprints also appeared further afield as far south as Tone and Torquay. Come on, guys. Come on. And that there were other reports of the prints as far away as Weymouth or Dorset and even Lincolnshire. Well, I like Lincolnshire. Yeah, Lincolnshire. Because it's Lincoln. (laughs) America. (laughs) Because it's close to Lincoln, and that makes me think America. And I like mm. thinking America, because I'm American. And then peanut butter apple pie, cheddar cheese. Ooh, peanut butter apple pie. That sounds mm. alright. Yeah, you like that? I don't know though. That's Let's try some rhubarb. That's a confection of my own design. Rhubarb butter. A uh, confection of my own conception. Hmm. Mhm. I like that. That's an immaculate confection. <laughs> Oh, man, so are we still on the devil's footprints? Yeah, we're still on the devil's footprints, and I'm going to give you a little bit of evidence. Uh, There's little direct evidence of the phenomenon. The only known documents were found after the publication during 1950 of an article in the Transactions of the Devonshire Association uh, asking for further information about the event. This resulted in the discovery of a collection of papers belonging to Reverend H.T. Ellicombe, the vicar of uh, Clyce St. George during the 1850s. These papers included letters addressed to the vicar from his friends among the Reverend G.M. Musgrove, the vicar of uh, Wythecombe Raleigh, yeah, uh, the draft the of a letter to the Illustrated London News marked not for publication and several apparent tracings of the footprints. During many years, the noted researcher uh, Mike Dash coll- uh, collated all. Uh, all the available primary and secondary uh, source material into a paper entitled The Devil's Hoofmarks, Source Material on the Great Devon Mystery of 1855, which was published in uh, 14 studies during 1994. And that's 14 spelled F-O-R-T-E-A-N. Okay. Fortain. Fortain. Mm-hmm. It's like a fortnight, but it's quadruple. Mm-hmm. Fortain. Four ten. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's okay, see. So, why why people assume the devil though? Why would people assume like everybody thought everything the was the devil back then? Yeah, anything unexplainable. Yeah, it was the devil or demons. Is, is it really just because of the distance in the house? Demons. Because I feel like, well, the straight line thing, I guess, is what throws it for me. I really it's weird. That'd it's be super a, weird that yeah, it's all in a straight line. A, for Forty two hundred miles. An autistic goat. They wanted to be perfect. Yeah. And 
Um, mini was, yeah. They always said if you put uh, what two uh, haste, two perfect haystacks in front of a goat, mm-hmm. that uh, it, it can't choose which one to start with, so it'll starve. You think that? Well, it's a psychological question. Yeah. Like, Let us uh, know, goat farmers. <laughs> Let us know what's up. We know we have a huge goat farmer following. Oh yeah. There's I myself. The, all the New yeah, Zealand goat. followers that we have, they're all goat farmers. Oh, New Zealand seems beautiful. They got a what? They got a fence, a toothbrush fence. Yeah, there's a toothbrush <laughs> fence. Yeah, they've got that. They've got songs about boats. And oh, the Lord of the Rings was shot wor- there. Yeah, still working on that one about sailing. Yeah. Uh, many explanations have been made for the incident. Some investigators are skeptical that the tracks really extended for more than 100 miles, arguing that no one would have been able to follow their entire course in a single day. Another reason for skepticism, as Joe Nickel indicates, is that eyewitness descriptions of the footprints varied from person to person. In his 14 Studies article, Mike Dash concluded that there's, there was no one source for the hoof marks. Some of the tracks were probably hoaxes, some were made by common quadrupeds, such as donkeys and ponies, and some by wood mice. Um, He admitted, though, that these cannot explain all the reported marks, and the mystery remains. Um, So there are people, uh, so a balloon. Uh, Author Jeffrey Household, that's such a fucked last name, Household. Uh, Yeah. Mr. Household. Hello, Mr. Household. I like it now. You like, like okay. Call me Mr. Household. You can call me Mr. Household, or you can yeah. call me... I bought some diapers on a dice roll. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like that shit. Call me Mr. Household. Oh, I remember what... It's if you put a pers- perfectly rational goat in front of two equal hay. That's what it is. <laughs> I think that could be a perfectly rational goat. <laughs> yeah. You can't choose to go left or right if... If it's mm-hmm. equal, you know, he's like the snow is so fresh and so so nice. I have to just make one straight line. Oh, crazy! Other animals um, go insane, right? Like they, there's animals with mental problems, right? Know? Yep. Uh, so household suggested that an experimental balloon released by mistake from Davin, Devonport Dockyard had left the mysterious tracks by trailing two shackles on the end of its mooring ropes. Mo- so, what's mooring? So the ropes that you would attach it to, you'd bring it back down to the ground with. You're a moorer. You more you moored her. <laughs> you moored my friend. Um, his source was a local man, Major Carter, whose grandfather had worked at the Devonport at the time. Uh, Carter claimed that the incident had been quieted because the balloon also wrecked a number of conservatories, greenhouses, and windows before finally descending to earth in Huntington. Huntington. Uh, Huntington. I like that. Uh, You're just a honey boy. Yeah, you just... Yeah. (laughs) Um, While this could explain the shape of the prince, skeptics have disagreed about whether the balloon could have traveled such a random zigzag course without its trailing ropes and shackles becoming caught in a tree or similar obstruction. But I mean, like, they could make... Huh? What's this balloon? It... <laughs> it was supposed to be an experimental balloon that was uh, let go from the docks, and they said it was so the ropes would dangle down off of these yeah, these okay. balloons, Toby. Um, and they thought maybe a shackle had been stuck to the bottom of it, and it was just kind of like 
I like that. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's not a bad but thing. But yeah, the wind, right? Um, uh, so that Mike Dash guy we were talking about, he suggested that at least some of the footprints, including some of those found on rooftops, could have been made by hopping rodents such as wood mice. The print left behind after a mouse leaps resembles that of a cloven animal. I don't buy that, though. Yeah. How big is this fucking mouse? Yeah, to leave hooves that you would think would be from a big animal. Right. And going over houses. Yeah. I don't know. Dash stated that the theory that the Devon prints were made by rodents was originally proposed as long ago as March 1855 in the Illustrated London News. Ooh, um, wait, was all of it downhill, perhaps? Why would you? Why do you say that? Like, what if there was a big wooden wheel with like little marks, with like See, spikes on yeah, it? Yeah, but how how do you and explain it, it going up over roofs? Well, if it was snow, things. there'd be a big banks, and it could roll okay. off, jump, fall off, and keep rolling if it was all downhill. Yeah, you're right about that. But I don't if the, if it's like a town, like a flat. Town, yeah, I don't know. Um, it is also often suggested that the footprints were merely a case of mass hysteria caused by the sightings of various animal attacks and assuming them to be the same. Mass hysteria? Ooh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. I've I've thought about that a lot. Like, uh, fucking, my, my favorite's the, uh, a red light. Like, imagine a red light, or don't, or don't imagine one that is, yeah. that other people see. Right. And, uh, ma- and then a whole city imagines a red light. And then the state recognizes that people see a red light there and and put up the red light in the past. Yep. And there's always been a red light there. You know? Yep. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea of mass hysteria, though. It's like, uh, I want to do something crazy. Though. I want to make, like, dragon. I want to be, like, in the street, there's a dragon. I see the dragon. Oh, yeah, I see that dragon. I see the dragon. Oh, y'all see the dragon say, yeah. About that. The leprechaun thing. What if they actually saw a leprechaun because there's so many people that believe in it? Yeah, I see that leprechaun. What if they literally Everybody sees a leprechaun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, anything can be a leprechaun. I like that, though. Yeah. Anything can be a leprechaun. Yeah, Mm -hmm. someone put a hat on a a possum. Yep, make it a leprechaun. (laughs) Speaking of... Uh, little animals like that. Uh, in a letter to the Illustrated London News during 1855, Reverend G.M. Musgrave wrote, In the course of a few days, a report was circulated that a couple of kangaroos escaped from a private menagerie. <laughs> I love that word. A private. Yeah. Menagerie. That's like those open roof rooms, but it's yeah. inside of the house. It's a menagerie. <laughs> that shit's cool. Welcome but to my menagerie. It's like you're like walking, you walk to a room and you get rained on or some shit. Oi, squire. Meet me in the menagerie. You have to have a glass menagerie, not an open air. Give me that glass menagerie. menagerie. Yeah, that sounds like a drug. Yeah. You got that glass menagerie? Come on now, give me that glass menagerie. (laughs) Um, It seems, though, that nobody ascertained whether the kangaroos had escaped, nor uh, how they could have crossed the estuary, and Musgrave himself said that uh, that he invented the story to distract his parishioners' concerns about a visit from the devil. It's like, no, it's not Satan. It's a kangaroo. (laughs) It's a kangaroo. It's a kangaroo. They always, maybe they should have put the two theories together. Yeah. I like that. Kangaroos, though. They have to be walking sideways or something. Their legs are too far apart. Wait, are we still talking about devil footprints? 
Okay. Yeah, we're still in the devil. You're gonna so know when we start talking was... about the the Russian sleep experiment. <laughs> just, That's like, just fucked. Yeah. Did you know kangaroos were put to sleep by the Russians? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so this is the last the last theory. Uh, d- during July 1855, uh, a Professor Owen stated that the theory that the footprints were from a badger. Mm. He's like, it's a badger, bro. Yeah, yeah, Badgers sure. do this shit all the time. You ain't never seen badger prints. That's so weird. <laughs> Me? Uh, I'm a badger guy. <laughs> nice to meet you. My name's hmm. Professor Owen. Maybe, um... Okay, so here's the theory. But he's what really just a badger watching, in a coat. What if this badger walking, and it's like the the ground was a little high over here, so the snow was a little thinner, and mm. it could cover up easier. Mm-hmm. And the other side was a little thicker, so those uh, tracks wouldn't cover up as much, and it looked like one straight line. I feel that. You I know? feel what you're saying. I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. <laughs> Badgers. All right, let's see if it holds up. Um so he was arguing that the animal was the only uh, plantigrade quadruped we have in this island, and it leaves a footprint larger than we than would be supposed from its size. So he's like, first of all, okay. this is the That'd only thing huge... it could be. <laughs> this is it, uh, and you know, it's it leaves a print bigger than you'd think. You fucking idiots you big dumb don't dummies. know badgers. You know, you don't I, know badgers, you I, I've don't know me. I've been trying to tell you about the badgers. I come to every city council meeting bitching about badgers. They're <laughs> everywhere. They're out. a nuisance. You think it's the devil. I know it's the badgers. I've seen them. They plot. <laughs> they are the devil. They're evil. Look at me in my eye holes and you tell I me. I shoot them with BB guns. You look at me and you tell me that it's not badgers. It's badgers. They didn't have BB guns. How old is this? Um, 1855. uh, The number of footprints he suggested was indicative of the activity of several animals because it is improbable that one badger only should have been awake and hungry. Yeah. It'd be so many badgers. You're lying. (laughs) He's like, not only... Is it badgers? But it's more than one badger. <laughs> you, you've missed. You, all of you, don't understand that it's badgers. <laughs> you think it didn't look far and wide enough? You would have seen plenty. You focused on the one track, the one track of one foot of Why one badger. Why do you think it's badgers so much? It's like they always <clears throat> go in a straight line. Like that's what I measured my house off of badgers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I will admit that you know. I love badgers. Yeah. I, I will say that. DUI checkpoints. But you can't deny that this was badgers. It was a whole mess of them. <laughs> Idiots. Yeah. Oh, so they were walking in a line. But like, still, like, no. Boop, 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 boop. We are badgers. <laughs> we are badgers. They, they were on a, it was cold. They were like, saw something warm in the distance. Like, I'm going to walk straight fucking there. Oh, oh I'm going to badger this up. I'm <laughs> going to be such a badger here. Oh, God. Yo, give me that badger. Yep. What you doing, girl? Give me that badger now. All right, are you ready for the Russian sleep experiment? All right. At the end of this, uh, I want you to, to tell me... Uh, wh- what do if- I get to take? Huh? You're doing it on me. Uh, at the end of it, I, I just want you to tell me if you think that, um, what you think about it. Hmm. Just tell me what you think, if if, if you think it's like, it's real. like real. Yeah. Okay. So there's a chance it's not real then. Yep. Oh. All right. 
Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days using an experimental gas-based stimulant. They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas didn't kill them since it was a toxic in high, since it was toxic in high concentrations. This was before closed-circuit cameras, so they only had microphones and five-inch thin glass porthole-sized windows into the chamber to monitor them. Um, the chamber was stocked with books, cots to sleep on, but no bedding, running water and toilet, and even enough dry food to last all five of them for over a month. Okay. So they're what in. Kind of dry food was it? Does it say. Uh, it doesn't say all what bananas. Kind of, it's it's all just dried banana chips. Yeah, it's um, just to fuck with them. It's no, like, all you get. You get banana chips. You get banana chips. Um, The test subjects were political prisoners deemed enemies of the state during World War II. Everything was fine for the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. So they're under under the impression that they can leave after this. So like, fuck, I, I guess. I guess so. Um... What was oh the stimulant gas? Stimulant. Yeah, their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly traumatic incidents in their pasts, and the general tone of their conversations took on a darker aspect after the four hour, the four day mark. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances, and even that they uh, even that that led them uh, to where they were, and to, and started to demonstrate severe paranoia. They stopped talking to each other and began alternately whispering to the microphones and one-way mirror portholes. One-way mirror. Oh, okay. The, the, they were checking in on them. Yeah, so they would they would go up and they would whisper into the mics. Yeah. So that's obviously like if you're one of the researchers, you're just like hearing them like walk up. Yeah. It's like, uh, um, <sighs> yep. Uh, oddly, they all seemed to think they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over their comrades, the other subjects oh, okay. in captivity with them. So the people that turning them over for what? So not or sleeping? Yeah, for, for bullshit. <laughs> for whatever they could. At first, the researchers suspe- uh, uh, suspected this was the an effect of the gas itself. So they thought it was just the gas doing this and not the not sleeping. Yeah. Um, after nine days, the first of them started screaming. He ran the length of the chamber repeatedly yelling at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. He continued attempting to scream but was only able to produce occasional squeaks. So he like... <laughs> yeah, screamed himself hoarse and... Yeah, and just kept trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's insane. It's like all your uh, deems are building up yeah. so much it's like seeping into your, your daytime. Yep. You know, it's like... Oh You're just God. living the dream you would have yeah. maybe. Um, the research has postulated that the, that he had physically torn his vocal cords. Just like, yeah. Yeah. The most surprising thing about this behavior is how the other captives reacted to it or rather didn't react to it. Uh, they Mm. continued whispering into the microphones until the second of the cap, uh, till the second captive started to scream. The two non-screaming captives took the books apart, smeared page after page with their own feces, and pasted them calmly over the glass portholes. Hmm. Calmly. Just gonna... Just gonna yeah. button up my shirt. Shit in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Nonchalantly shit in my hand and rub it on these books and slap it up on the, on the wall. books. It's like, that's all you got. That's all you got for entertainment. 
Yep. They didn't give him fucking racquetball. I mean, like badminton. But something. yeah, but check this. Once they um, once they covered the portholes, the screaming stopped, and so did the yeah. whispering to the microphones. Once they covered the portholes, they... once they, they the researchers couldn't see them anymore, oh. and so they stopped screaming and stopped talking into the microphones. Um, after three more days passed, the researchers checked the microphones hourly to make sure um, make sure they were working, since they thought it was impossible that no sound could be coming with five people from inside. So it's just so they're doing it silent. With them it's just and silent. Make them seem like they're going crazy. Maybe. Um, the oxygen consumption in the chamber indicated that all five must still be alive. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy level of strenuous exercise. So they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're not making any noise. Um, on the morning of the 14th day, the researchers did something they said they would not do to get a reaction from the captives. They used the intercom inside the chamber, hoping to provoke any response from the captives they were afraid were either dead or vegetables. So oh, they thought sweet. maybe they just went catatonic, um, or they finally dead died. Dead died. Did die. Because they weren't moving now, making no mo- noise, but still consuming oxygen. Right. Uh, they announced, we are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Compliance will earn uh, one of you your immediate freedom. To their surprise, they heard a single phrase and a calm voice re- respond, we no longer want to be freed. Hmm. Uh, debate broke out amongst the researchers and the military forces funding the research. They're like, what did we do? Yeah. They don't want to. We've broken them. Yeah, they they broke. They um, uh, I didn't think this would happen. Yeah. Um, I think we fucked them up. <laughs> um, so he's like, no, I don't want to. This is my home now. We are here now. <laughs> we have always been here. Wait, you need to go sleep, <laughs> <laughs> bro. You need to take a nap, man. Take a dab. Have a dab nap. You Wake see, up yeah, refreshed. Yeah, you are you are Why? too high strung right now, yeah. my friend. You need to smoke a dodoja, and you need to take a little ZZZ. What's uh, wrong with him? <laughs> unable to provoke any more response using the intercom, it was finally decided to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. The chamber okay. was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three different voices began begging as if pleading for the life of loved ones to turn the gas back on. Yeah. They were so addicted to it. Um, uh, the chamber was opened mm. and soldiers went in to uh, retrieve the test subjects. They began to scream louder than ever and so did the soldiers when they saw what was inside. Four of the five subjects were still alive, although no one could rightly call the state that they were uh, they were in life. Yeah. Um. Uh, the food rations past day five had not been so much as touched. There were chunks of meat from the dead test subjects' thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain and allowing four inches of water to accumulate on the floor. Precisely how much of the water on the floor was actually blood was never determined. Yeah. All four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies. 
The destruction of flesh and exposed bone on their fingertips indicated that the wounds were inflicted by hand, uh, not with teeth as the researchers initially thought. Closer examination of the position and angles of the wounds indicated that most, uh, if not all of them, were self-inflicted. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so... I mean, dude, so 15 days awake. Like, the whole time I was thinking about my friends, it's like, I've had some friends that have uh, like told me they were pushing the issue and they thought they were like somewhat superhuman after yeah. like three or four days and they kept pushing and pushing that yeah and i was thinking about that it's like they get the mind starts to i guess deteriorate and like it, it doesn't it do. replenish your body doesn't replenish as well it's like but there, it's not, but i don't know it, the people i've seen do that it's not like they uh lost energy though right they lost understanding yeah a little bit they're losing a little bit of like the the lines um so yeah they just went insane the other one died did they kill it and rip off his thighs or something mm -hmm. they kind of tore him apart so they could be in water Uh uh-huh what what was it and they weren't talking See, that blows my mind, because I feel like they all be like, okay, we got to get, you know, yeah. it's like, I kind of want to be involved. Um, Don't you guys want to swim? You remember what swimming is like? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like manipulating each other. But maybe they like, were talking uh, telepathically. Mm-hmm. They've been up for so long next week, yeah. And with each other so long. Uh, the abdominal organs below the rib cage of all four test subjects had been removed. The ribs? All their abdominal organs below oh. the rib cage. Uh, while the heart, lungs, and diaphragm r- remained in place, the skin and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs through the rib cage. All the blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been taken out and laid on the floor, fanning out around the ev- eviscerated but still living bodies of the subjects. The digestive tract of all four could uh, be seen to be working, digesting food. It quickly became apparent that they were digesting what was their own flesh that they had ripped off and eaten over the course of days. So they were eating themselves. Yeah. They were uh, mono cannibals. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's odd. So that's like some... Uh, I mean, I'll eat other people, but I prefer to eat myself. <laughs> I just taste better. Yeah. I tried him. I don't like I don't, it. I don't like it. No. Phil tastes kind of weird. Yeah. Not down. Well, we're not supposed to say his name because he's like, yeah, right there. Yeah. Uh, most of the soldiers were Russian special, uh, special operatives at the facility, but still many refused to return, uh, to the chamber to remove, (coughs) to remove the test subjects. They continued to scream to be left in the chamber and alternately begged and demanded that the gas be turned back on lest they fall asleep. Uh, To everyone's surprise, the test subjects put up a fierce fight in the process of being removed from the chamber. One of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out, another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off, and an artery in his leg was severely severed um, by one of the subjects' teeth. So, art. Another five of the soldiers lost their lives, if you count the ones that committed suicide in the weeks following the incident. (laughs) Hmm. Where where are we? What's our longest? I don't know like how long we are right now. I've been taking people like seven days and studied them. What happens to the mind? Right. 
I mean, is this not letting you know? Um, but now what? What is it? What is this? What was wrong with their mind? What made them turn into a cannibal just because they haven't slept? You know? Yeah. Is this parts of their mind dying? They go and it goes. They just turn more primal. They yeah. Have pieces of their mind left. Something like or... that. Yeah. In the struggle, one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and he bled out almost immediately. Uh, the medical researchers attempted to sedate him, but this proved impossible. Um, he was injected with more than ten times the human dose of a morphine derivative and still fought like a, a cornered animal, breaking the ribs and arm of one doctor. Uh, when heart was seen to, uh, his heart was seen to beat out for a full two minutes after he had bled out to the point there was more air in his vascular system than blood. So his heart kept pumping. Yeah. Even after there wasn't blood. Um... Even after it stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes, struggling to attack anyone in reach and just repeated the word more over and over, weaker and weaker until he finally fell silent. The surviving three test subjects were heavily restrained and moved to a medical facility, the two with intact vocal cords continuously begging for the gas, demanding to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility had. In the process of preparing the subject to have his organs placed back within his body, it was found that he was effectively immune to the sedative they had given him to prepare him for the surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints, and when the anesthetic gas was brought, uh, brought out to put him under, he managed to tear most of the way through a four-inch wide leather strap on one wrist, even though the, uh, the weight of a 200-pound soldier holding that wrist as well. Uh, it took only a little more uh, anesthetic than normal to put him under, and the inst- the instant his eyelids fluttered and closed, his heart stopped. In the autopsy of the test subject that died on the operating table, it was found that his blood had tripled the normal level of oxygen. His muscles that were still attached to his skeleton were badly torn, and he had broken nine bones in his struggle, um, like when they were trying to subdue him. Most of them were, uh, most of them were from the force of his own muscles uh, had exerted on them. So he was like breaking his his bones by flexing so hard. I'm a flexing bust out of here. <laughs> yeah, dude. I like that. Was, oh, dude, that's fucking crazy. It's insane, right? The second survivor had been the first of the group to five uh, of five to start screaming. His vocal cords destroyed. He was unable to beg or to object to surgery, and he only reacted by shaking his head violently in disapproval when the anesthetic gas got brought near. He's like, mm-hmm. uh, he. Sh- he shook his head yes when someone suggested reluctantly they try the surgery without anesthetic and did not react for the entire six-hour procedure of replacing his abdominal organs and attempting to cover them with what remained of his skin. Uh, the surgeon presiding uh, stated reportedly that it should be medically impossible for the patient to still be alive. One terrified nurse assisting in the surgery stated that she had seen the patient's mouth curl into a smile several times whenever his mm. eyes met hers. So, like, she'd catch eyes with him and yeah. he'd just... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so much. When the, the surgery fuck was wrong with them, <laughs> I don't know. When the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and began to wheeze loudly, attempting to talk while struggling. Assuming this must be something of drastic importance, the surgeon had a pen and pad and fetched so the patient uh, could write his message. And it was simple: keep cutting. Mm. Uh. So the I I think it's all like. 
if, if it's a, I don't know. Maybe they were just addicted to the upper, and uh, they related uh, the room with that, and they related with pain, pain with that, and the more they came off of it, the more they felt how much pain they were in. Yeah. So it was like, why, why didn't they give them some different, oh, they did give them sedatives, but... Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, they need they need to yeah. They need. Well, no. They need to stay awake. Their bodies have have completely. See, that was weird, reworked right? themselves. Yeah, for being awake all the time, and so their heart stopped when he fell asleep. When he fell asleep. Yep. Hmm. So he was. It's like that's the opposite of hibernation, right? It's like they go into a mode to where they're prepared to be awake for a long period of time. Yeah. So they take their organs out because they had to have them right next to them. It was, so what I gotta have <laughs> So I'm really awake, what and so think? it makes more sense for me to if have I, if all I, my shit. Where so I've got to eat myself. So first of all, I cut out. I, I save so much money. They had a bunch of food there too. It's like not yeah. like they starved them. So it's like no, I don't want the banana chips anymore. I will yeah. eat myself. Um, I'm completely self reliant. Yeah. I'm self sufficient. This. I don't, I don't need this. this. I'm gonna eat that, um, and I, <laughs> I, I just need yeah. to have. It makes so much sense. I move my organs right next to me, and I lay them on the floor in a mm. really nice pattern. We Digesting is easier. Yeah, if I want to pee, I just press my kidney. Mm. Oh shit! The other two test subjects were given the same surgery, both without anesthetic as well, although they had been injected with a paralytic for the duration of the operation. The surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation while the patients laughed continuously. Once paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the attending researchers with their eyes. The paralytic mm. cleared their system of, of any abnormality uh, for a short period of time, and they were soon <laughs> trying to escape their bonds. This is normal. Yeah. I see a normal dude here. This is great. He's great. I don't see shit. Mm-mm. I see what you see, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> you paying me, nothing. whatever. Um, the moment they could speak, they were again asking for the <sighs> stimulant gas. The researchers tried asking yeah. why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their own guts, and why they were they wanted to be given the gas again. Remain awake. Because he knows he's going to die. He's like, I'm not structured for sleep anymore. I have to stay awake. You don't. I, you? I'm writing a novel, and if you get in my way, I'll I'm, kill you. I'm writing a novel. I'm writing a musical. I'm starting my own company. Eight plays. Yeah, ten movies. I'm starring in all of them, directing, yeah. writing, doing the camera. You, do, you I have so much to do. Yeah. You can't, you can't no. put me asleep. Not God. right now. No. You're the worst. Almost got it together. Almost <laughs> got my screenplay together. So after this, all three subjects' restraints were reinforced, and they were placed back into the chamber, awaiting determination as to what should be done with them. Um, the researchers, facing the wrath of their military benefactors for having <coughs> failed the stated goals of their project, considered euthanizing the surviving subjects. Yeah. Because um, they're being creepy. They're smiling and looking at you. It's too much. You're supposed it's, to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, my God, you, oh. Um, so the commanding officer, an ex-KGB, instead saw potential and wanted to see what would happen if they were put back on the gas. Yeah. Um, he, so he's like, well, this is super interesting. This is actually a lot more interesting than what we were trying to figure out. So I want you to put them back in there. Yeah. They asked for it. And turn the gas back on. So why do they want it? Let's see why they want it. Let's turn it back on them. Um, uh, the researchers strongly objected, but were overruled. 
Yeah. It was like, bitch, we put down the money. You get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm the army guy. You see my army guy things? All Dr. these Bitch, things on me? Army man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, Dr. Bitch. <laughs> um, in preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. To everyone's surprise, all three stopped struggling in the moment it was let slip that they were going back on the gas. Mm. It, was obviously at th- it was obvious at this point that the- all three were putting up a great struggle to stay awake. One one of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously. The mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bonds with all of his might, first left, then right, then left again for something to focus on. Uh, the remaining subject was holding his head off of his pillow and blinking rapidly. <laughs> I know. Mean, <laughs> gotta stay away, gotta stay away, gotta stay away, gotta blink to stay away. And the guy was like, I'm running, I'm running, I'm running, I'm playing basketball. You're running for your I'm life so right fast. now, Bernard. All right. Um, so, uh, having been the first to be wired for the EEG, most of the researchers were monitoring his brain waves in, the surpri- in surprise. So the woman that was blinking. They were normal most of the time, but sometimes flatlined inexplicably. It looked as and if he were re- repeatedly suffering brain death before returning to normal. As they focused on a paper scrolling out of the brainwave monitor, only one nurse saw his eyes slip shut at the same moment that his head hit the pillow. His brainwaves immediately changed to that of deep sleep, then flatlined for the last time as his heart simultaneously stopped. So he's like, oh, and then dead. Thanks Um, for the gas. Thanks for the gas. Suck my dick. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in, in now. His brainwaves showed that the, that the same flat lines as one who had just died from falling asleep. The commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects inside as well as three researchers. One of the named three immediately drew his gun and shot the commander point blank between his eyes, then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. He pointed his gun at the remaining subjects, still restrained to a, uh, a bed as the remaining members of the medical and research team fled the room. He's like, I won't be locked in here with these things. Not with you, he screamed at the man strapped to the table. What are you, he demanded. I must know. Uh, <coughs> so the subject... I am just a man. Yeah. <laughs> with a plan. Yeah. He's like, I should find him right now. He <laughs> shouldn't be alive. <laughs> Oh, for real, you think this is the time to start Dr. Susan up in this bitch? Joker here. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, and so the subject smiled at him. Have you forgotten so easily? The subject asked. We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at mm. every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what I've you hide. Yeah. So long. <laughs> yeah. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher paused, then aimed at the subject's heart and fired. I'm gonna kill this. Subject. <laughs> he was like hmm, this zombie shit. I don't like that. Yeah. That shit's creepy. Bang. No, never do this again. Yeah. So, so he's like, I'm a day walker. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Like I. So okay, so he th- he thought of himself as somewhat of a god, and like they retrained their body to live. You know, they they evolved mm-hmm. from being awake so long. Well, he was saying that we sleep so we don't become them. Yeah, so they're yeah. like the monsters. 
that we all are if yeah. we don't sleep. Um, so I need my sleep. Yeah, are you kidding me? If I don't Man. have eighteen hours of sleep, <laughs> I'm not a myself. day. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so that was the Russian sleep experiment. What'd you think about it, Toby? Isn't that shit crazy? Yeah, dude. It was uh, flabbergasting. It flabbered my gaster. It flabbered your gas all <laughs> over the place. Oh, no, that shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. So that. <laughs> I can't believe that. I don't know. I, I, th- I think they did transform in some way. Even Maybe they devolved, like, because their mind was shattering and their body was falling apart and, like, Maybe they just return to like a pre-monkey like state. But how, but, but he he te- seems he pretty intelligently. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was pretty that's, eloquent. That's insane that he still had that much of his brain. But I've been going so long. <laughs> Me and Keith Richards, like yeah. You know? <laughs> so what do you think? Was it is? Do you think that that actually happened? I think I learned a lot from it either way. Yeah. Oh, but uh, did it actually happen? What, do you have proof of one way or the other? Yeah. Okay, so, A, did happen. Right. B. It's really just true or false. <laughs> it's not an A or a did B. Did happen. C. It's, it's definitely, C uh, is a mix between ha- because there's always two happen, sides to the but, same story. Yeah, it did happen, but you don't know about it, right? D, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> okay, I pick D and A. <laughs> so fuck you and yes. Um, it is not real, Toby. This so it's was a completely it's, made up. Story? Yeah, it's a creepy pasta. Do you know what creepy pastas are? No. It's it's basically internet urban land legends, okay. legends, legends. I like it. Urban legends. Yeah, the urban legends. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Hmm. So creepy pastas are also like um, you know, Slenderman. Slenderman's a creepy pasta. Yeah. You know what Slenderman oh, no, is? Me, you don't know like, what Slenderman is? Slenders. Okay, you want me to tell you about little Slendies? Slenderman. Slendy Lenders. Um, he's this tall, creepy dude that wears a suit, and he can he appears in the back of old photos in like tree um, lines. You know what I'm talking about? Old Slendy Mans. You gotta shoot the painting and it'll restore to its original beauty. Yes, what you do is you stare into the mirror. You say Say Tommy Lee Jones. (laughs) Yep. You say Tommy Lee Jones three times. And you will get raped. He's behind you. Yeah, and he says, Let me see your happy face. That's awful. Yeah. Did you know he's gay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's that's uh, that's I it. it. You that's like good, those? Yeah. And it, that yeah. last one really put me out. I was like, oh, it was very interesting, right? It kind of brings you in. I thought that was super captivating. It's a, it's mm. a, yeah, it's a decently done creepy pasta. Yeah. I mean, I just kind of used that to kind of test the waters to see if people like us doing creepy pastas. Like me yeah. telling them to you when you don't know that they're creepy pastas, and seeing okay. how you respond when you think they're real. That's just, fun for yeah, me. Don't tell me because I knew the I'll whole leave time. The room and think it's done. You'll be like, "Yeah, that wasn't real. <laughs> it wasn't real. He thought that shit was real. Look at him. Ha! <laughs> everybody laughs. Yeah, everybody laughs. Fucking old lady. Everybody laughs. Do you want to heat up those beans? Fine, like this. 
Yeah, dude. Cold beans <laughs> from a can. Yep. That's what men do. Homeless man. <laughs> yeah. We need um, to stop this homelessness. AKA yeah, this is yeah fucking charity. PSA for stop the homelessness. Yeah, we need to check out. Uh, I like George Carlin's idea of taking all of the land that's used for golf uh, in these uh, high class areas. It's very yeah. well taken care of land. Yeah, that could be housing for homeless people. And that would end right? the problem right away. Yeah, fuck yeah. Way to go, George Carlin. Yeah, dude. Uh, his ghost should be How's president. he doing, anyway? Why don't we make a hologram of George Carlin and elect him president? At least it's not a real person. <laughs> George you know, Carlin's <laughs> ghost projection for president. Yeah. Let me make sure it's... Let me get out there. Campaign. The GPP, the ghost yeah. ghost project prez. <laughs> ghost project prez. Yeah, dude. Dude, George Carlin, when he was young, he can't even recognize... He's, he's like a... He looked like, kind of like a beetle or something. Yeah. He was a hernsome, hernsome yeah. mern. I like him when he got better. Yeah. But back in the day, he was just like quips. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell me, well, um, let's move into a new um, a new realm. Tell me tell me what you've been watching. What have I been watching? Yeah, what you've been watching. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, have you checked out the I've new... I've been playing video games, You've been playing dude. video games. Tell me about okay, that. Okay, so Horizon. I've been playing Horizon. Okay, I've heard that that's like a pretty you big game. Some video games. Yeah. I'll play some video games. Yeah. We, oh, would you like to watch <coughs> us do playthroughs? Because some Toby, demo, Toby plays video games, and I don't I, I don't shit. play video games. So maybe we could... like watching and yeah, so it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Maybe we can do something like that if there's a response to that. I know a lot of YouTubers do yeah, that. Dude, I, but yeah, I've been playing Horizon. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, not to spoil it, but it's like some heady tribe, post-apocalyptic. There's like future weapons. Oh, yeah, because they're all dready, right? Yeah. That's what's up. And robots that, and different animals, you know? Like, one's, one's like a uh, brontosaurus type. And brontosauruses? Yeah. Like, uh, you can ride some of them, and there's like big ass birds and shit. It's like oh, shit, prehistoric yeah. future. I'd it's be like just riding eagles everywhere. Yeah, because Gandalf was right. You fly, beautiful. fly, you like, fools. I don't know, dude. If I had the time, if I had a second life, I think one of my hobbies would be uh, making video games. Making video games. <laughs> was, they're yeah. so intense stories, and they last like it's way better than a movie. Right, and it lasts for weeks, and you can, <laughs> there's so many little things you can do. To expand, you know, and like, yeah, I, maybe I we know. should do. Maybe we'll do a video game episode. That'd be cool to do, like a like the history of of some oh shit, yeah. some video game or something like that. Not Mario or Sonic, because everybody does those. Crash Bandicoot. That's you my do, boy. You want to do the un the un uh, unsolved uh, mysteries uh, version of Crash Bandicoot? Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Try shows up uh, Crash we're Bandicoot on. We'll, we're gonna play two player Crash Bandicoot, and uh, we're gonna try to name uh, moments in history that changed our life as, oh. as quick as we can while we're beating levels. Moments in history, so not in <laughs> our life, but like from what we know of history yeah, that so, changed our lives. Oh, and so see, that could expand to a lot of things. Like, oh yeah, so like what happened in weather, history that changed my life? Well, if we're talking right. about if we're talking about just things that happened that could have possibly made different timelines, I'm going to say JFK being assassinated. Okay, because so I that, think that, that happened. Happen in my it didn't happen in my timeline. <laughs> oh no, I don't remember that. I've been accosted. Yeah, uh, right. future bunny. Future Bunny accosted you. me. Xena Art. Xena Art always plus, in the background. Plus this a Toby. This is my drunk ass bitch. Yeah. And this is Elvis. <laughs> this is 
Uh, Elvis you know. Aaron Presley. Yeah, that's middle name, right? Aaron. Aaron. That sounds right. A Aaron. What? Uh, what's this kid do now? What's uh, his kid do Peyton, now? It's like Peyton. Or what? What's, what's that kid's name? You talking about the girl? Yeah. Priscilla. Priscilla was the <laughs> wife. Uh, Pey- is it not Peyton? Peyton Presley. That sounds bad. It sounds bad. What so I don't it? think that's real. Uh, Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie. Nah, that's not the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the I one that married uh, Nick Cage. The one. Oh, shit, yeah. Nick Cage is crazy. Can we talk about Nick Cage for a minute? Let's take a second. Let's take a second take and break down. Off. Let's take it into the cage with Nick Cage. We're going in the cage with the cage. So he was the worst Indiana Jones I've ever goddamn seen. You know what? I love the National Treasure movies. I you fucking love don't. them. I do. I love them. You're He's hilarious. Be, no, because if you watch it as a serious movie, it's awful. But if you watch it just to watch Nick Cage and the way he acts through a scene, I it suppose, is the most yeah. hilarious thing. If you're going through and chopping up memes, it's funny. Dude, but. yeah. If you're just if you're constantly looking through a meme filter. Maybe I'll just take it too seriously. It was, but it was it's presented so seriously. That's what's this, funny, maybe. There's just this one scene. Maybe I don't get what's in, funny. In National Treasure 2 where he's in a dumbwaiter with his girlfriend or wife or whatever. And like he's got like they're in they're like stuffed in this dumbwaiter with some flowers and the flowers are up in his face and she's like looking all pissed off and he's like got the flowers in his face and he's like you smell good <laughs> and that shit is so fucking funny to oh, me man. it is the best to me he's so ridiculous yeah he's an insane person I would watch uh, I'll sit. <laughs> You know, he called the cops once for uh, a comic book that he thought got stolen from his house. Turns oh, out it was just in another oh, room. <laughs> yeah. So, has he got in trouble? I want him to get in trouble for some, some shit. Um, he got in trouble yet? He, he's almost out of money, so he might do something to get in trouble. Because he spends his money. He doesn't keep any of his money, really. He spends it as he gets it. I see him in a point called... Journey to the center of the girth. And you just, I think. Do you really want to see Nick Cage in that, or do you just want to see a porn with that title? I don't know. See, if he's gonna go, he should just go out there. He should make funny porn. Maybe that should be a new section. Well, yeah, because all he's doing now are like B Netflix movies, and what's the difference in that oh. and porn? Oh, uh, Pinterest. <laughs> <laughs> First off, P and the G. Yeah. Always wear a C. Always wear a C don't when you go the Yeah. Don't never. Never J Too on the bees. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I'm just like looking at my happy birthday balloons. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I have a got horrible you. birthday. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah, off screen you've oh, got man. everything we've shoved out of frame. Yeah. Everybody else's life. Yep. Um, so are you going to ask me what I'm what I've been watching or how what I've been How are you? How Dave? am I? You want to talk about me finally? T- tell me um, you know, your emotional discoveries recently. Man, that's tell a me. little too my emotional discoveries. Yeah. Well, I've found I've found that I believe You ready for this? I'm going to get up on my know. soapbox. I'm going to get up here. And I'm going to tell you how I think so it boxes is. Soapboxes are real small, I feel like. I'm going I'm <laughs> to... This I'm, is a crate. A soap yeah, crate. I guess so. I, I guess. Um, I'm going to stand on two crates. I'm really trying to lord for this. So, now that I'm up here... You tie your feet to them and you got some snowshoes. Goddamn, that's a good idea. 
Um, fashion tips with Toby. <laughs> That's a new video. Fashion tips of uh, the early Renaissance era. It's just. <laughs> It's just gonna be you. Tie a cloak to a yeah. cloak. You, hey, you know what? You, got you, you know what you can do if you Pants. got you got milk crates in your backyard. You can put your feet in them shits and you can duct tape them through the bottom. Snowshoes. You got snowshoes. Yeah. Where do you live? You live where there's snow? Did you hear what I said? <laughs> <laughs> snowshoes. Snowshoes. Damn. Snowshoes. Okay, so he's like handicapped. From Alaska, <laughs> you come up to Alaska, you come get your snow chutes. <laughs> no, come on up to Alaska, you get your snow chutes, and we're gonna snow put chutes. them on your snow chutes. Yeah. You you grab your milk crates and you get your snow chutes. You duct tape them on there with your duct tape, um, and then you go and you grab your tennis rackets. Now you'd think that you'd better off putting your tennis rackets on your feet for your snow chutes, but that's not the best thing to do for your snow chutes. Oh, you not when you're playing tennis later <laughs> that day. Because <laughs> everybody knows that you got to get your exercise in when yeah. it's snowing outside. And what's the best exercise when it's snowing? It's tennis. Snow tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget. You break it down, you take snow, snow chutes. <laughs> match later. We do have a snow tennis match. It's very cold yeah. where we're at. Snow tennis sounds pretty cool. What if it was um, balls on fire? How about we put oh. the ball on fire and it melts? So you, you know, so your court melts. starts. Wouldn't you use just a different ball? No, a you different. Put so gas all over it. Gas on an it. actual tennis ball, and then you're just going on at ice it. court. On an ice court, so I, it hits it's gonna start to melt mm, it. But it's gonna go out immediately as it touches the ice. I think there's a flaw in your logic. Gas though, half of it doesn't touch it. So you think it'll just like still like? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And like keep we'll, going we down. We'll see next summer, next Olympics. Next Olympics, campaign. here we come. Olympics. Yeah, dude, I've always Toby to and Davey to are going to be game. there. We're coming to the Olympics, and yeah. we're going to play. We're going to talk shit. We're going. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to do anything, but we're going to get high and we're going to talk shit. So much shit. That'll be awesome. We got to go to the Olympics now. Yeah, dude, I'm sold. Just walk around doing the tennis screams. Yeah. We'll, we'll set up a booth. We gotta rent a booth. We're like, live from the Olympics. We're oh, like, yeah. I'm looking at this terrible shit. Did you see that? They <laughs> have a disgusting display earlier. And she stuck her landing. I really <coughs> wanted her to break an ankle. I really love when, like, uh, like fat old men critique these, like, young, athletic, beautiful. Yeah. Like, oh, she just couldn't stick. Bitch, you couldn't even walk out there. Who made you an expert? <laughs> But that's the juxtaposition of it. Oh, look at my hat. Juxtapose. <laughs> I know you're supposed to read it juxtapose, but I refute that. Uh, it's an art mag. It's an art mag? <laughs> yeah, a zine. Oh, yeah. How many zines do you get in the mail a month? Bro, I get so many zines. I get the SoCal Bridge zine. I and burn it's them all... and then I look them up online. Yeah, because <laughs> like I save paper by rescuing it from from sitting around in a house i actually evolve it to its next form by which burning is it. fire you burn it with and it fire becomes smoke it becomes it, and it goes in the air and, and then, then it i send it up child. to grandfather yeah. and grandfather blesses us with corn oh yeah uh, what was his name oh it was grandfather that uh uh yeah 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 it's uh yeah it's some uh it's some ancient shit yeah yeah, it's a good one. In my perspective and in the overall scheme of things. Yeah, we wrote that song to be pretty ancient. You guys don't know what we're talking about, but that's fine. You
on songs. We were writing a song about a Native American man driving through the snow on a horse, and yep, that's about that. That's, yeah, that's um, different. So it's a little bit different. Yep. Yep. Well, naturally. Naturally. <laughs> Nah, see, that's that's my point. Like naturally, we should keep going. Naturally, yes. Let's just. There's no stopping. We actually. What's the punch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody takes a little day trip around the crunch. Yeah. Crunch time. What do you know? The crunch. Yeah. I am pissing for our. Yeah. Business. So I went and I went and saw Deadpool too. Last night. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was good. I had a good time with that. I really enjoyed it. Ryan Reynolds was hilarious, and yeah. and Josh Berlin was actually pretty hilarious too. I enjoyed. it. I'm not going to spoil it for you or anything yeah, right now. So this isn't really up. a spoiler discussion or anything. But yeah, no alerts. No alerts. No spoiler alerts or anything. But it's really good. I enjoyed That's it. Cool. That's there, cool. It was it was kind of hard to follow at points the way the way it's uh, the way it's shot maybe the way that they had to cut it for for theaters, it's a little uh, it's a little disjointed Choppy. at points and it's hard to kind of like remember a specific scene. Yeah. Um, it flows really well though, but there's a lot of misdirection in the marketing material. Maybe that's a spoiler, maybe not. But I don't give a fuck because I saw it, and if you haven't yet, like Toby. Then that's your goddamn fault. It's your goddamn fault. It's been out for like, what, two weeks now? And that's just kind of all you get now to, to check things out. Yeah, don't ask. Yeah. But we've also been watching Detroiters, which is a good show. We oh, watched that yeah. on our lunch breaks with that this week it's since we've been working fun. on Toby's Kitchen. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love them. They are, they're like the best friend relationship I wish I had. You know what I mean? Thanks, Toby. I mean, you awesome. know what I mean? Fuck, we're Toby. not that what the, weird. Then what the fuck are we? <laughs> then what the fuck is this, Toby? Everybody always tried to find my relationship. Motherfucker. But no. You always do this to me. I never did nothing to I always put, put an extending hand out of, of being a brother and no, close was, what friendship. I was saying, and what I get is closely, a drunk, fuck you, let's it, fight in the yard. Hey, I'm, I'm done fighting in the yards for, yeah. for now. But no, what I was saying is, what, come on, they were weird. Yeah, they are. That's, what's funny. That's true. The the fact that he he needs him to They're rub his belly strange. so he can poop, <laughs> it's hilarious. They're yeah, we ain't like hilarious. that. Yeah, I like that corporate shit too. Yeah, like corporate's a good show as well. Draw the boom. Yeah, <laughs> I like want to find out where your boomers from, man. Yeah, <laughs> where are you getting those boomers from? Where can boom. I find boomers in Logic Pro? That maybe it's just like a regular boom. Slow to boom. Yeah, like slowed down a lot and put through a filter of sorts. It's horrific sounding. Yeah, I like it. Well, Toby, I think we can. I think we can call it. I think we've gone long enough. Yeah, this was fun. Love everybody. Well, tell them. Tell them how they can reach us, Toby. Um. (laughs) um, My first thought was like, I get my number. (laughs) 
No, so uh, yeah, comment. you got yeah. Comment on YouTube, and you can also email us. You know, we'd we'd like to hear your thoughts on what the way the show's going. Let us know. You can comment that below if you're on YouTube. Yeah, I'm looking um, to a lot of ideas. Yeah, let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, we also uh, are on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, so check us out and give us a rating on there. Let us know what you think. Um, and you can all also always email us at lucidproductionspresents at gmail.com. You can send us feedback and theories and suggestions and whatever you whatever you'd like. Uh, no, nothing nothing inappropriate, please. Yeah, unless you know. Talking to you, Greg. Unless it's three a.m. Toby, no. Oh. God, no, Toby. Dangerous. Yep. But as always, we love you. We'll be back next week with something else to talk about. And something oh, else to smoke and something week. else yeah. to drink. Yeah, Toby. We will see. Yep. And it's my turn so to do the news. Uh, yeah. Yep. Excite your pants off. Ex- yeah, excite my but, pants right off. Keep me on the edge of the seat, but make sure my pants yeah. are off. Well, if you're on the edge of the seat, your pants get cut. So at least sit back <laughs> oh, down. No. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right. We'll tell them bye, Toby. Um, bye. Bye. Boom. That's what I wanted, though. Yo, where is that? Where is the laser button? Laser button. Here we go. I'm actually going to put one in post. Yeah, just right there. <laughs> I did that with my mouth. All right. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye, guys.